Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. I hope you are doing well and business is booming. On today's podcast, I want to recap the largest trade show in the history of the 40 years at Equip Expo. Uh, just back, and uh, as you, if you've been listening to our show, uh, we've been playing several episodes that we recorded at the Equip Expo, and I uh, had an absolute blast at the show. So I'm going to share with you my experiences, some more mistakes that I made. <laughs> Always learning. Next year will be my seventh year, Lord willing, uh, attending the Equip Expo. So I'm I'm always learning uh, how to make the show as peaceful. Uh, productive and seamless as possible. I'm going to share those tips with you and uh, recap how this year's trade show went. So uh, for starters, I got an email. And you may get these uh, press releases as well from from uh, good old Debbie Meister, Meister uh, on behalf of the Equip Exposition. Uh, but she shared the good news that the 2023 show, Mr. Producer, was the largest to date in attendance, booth sales, sponsorship, and education sessions uh, that information coming from Chris Kaiser, our friend. Uh, he's the president and CEO of the OPEI, uh, which basically owns the Equip Expo. And uh, he says that, let's see here, the Equip Expo brought together more than 27,000 registered attendees from all 50 states, 46 countries. Pretty wild. Landscape contractor registrations increased by 20% over last year. Dealers were up 5%. And the big news about the 2024 trade show, a couple uh, breaking news is uh, here. They're going to have the welcome reception at Churchill Downs. How cool is that? It will actually mark the 150th anniversary of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, that's coming up in the spring, of course. Um, but Churchill Downs, I've, I've never been. I actually, I may have went on there on vacation as a kid, but I didn't appreciate it back then. I was, I was young. Um, but anyway, that racetrack is, uh, you know, world famous. And then uh, they're also going to have a concert again at the Yum Center in downtown Louisville, uh, which hopefully will mean we'll get to have the rally at the Yum Center again. I know uh, it was a lot of stress on Naylor, you know, moving to a new location behind the scenes. But for everybody who attended, and I'm going to get to that in a minute, um, the rally at the Yum Center. I mean, it was awesome. It, it was overlooking the Ohio River and uh, a big old room. So, so we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, I wanted to also let you guys know the other breaking news Registration is now open for the 2024 show. They've never done this in my, uh, you know, six years with Equip. Uh, typically, they open the show's registration the following year. You know, basically, they would have waited till next spring to open it, but not this year. They opened it right away. So um, that early bird price is already activated at $25 per person. Of course, coupon code Paul will get you in at $12.50. So if you had a great time and you're like, I'm going back next year, you can register today. Some poor guy paid 400 bucks for four tickets for him and his, his three employees. Um, and I was like, dude, you could have paid whatever 1250 times four is. I don't know, about 50 bucks. <laughs> he would have saved himself 350 bucks with coupon code Paul, but he didn't know. 
So you guys do know if you plan on registering for Equip Expo 2024, that coupon code Paul will get you in for only $12.50. Well, let's get kicked off as as I'm going to just kind of recap my whole week. Uh, One mistake I made, I went in on Tuesday and I'm considering next year uh, heading in on Monday. Um, It's going to depend what city I'm coming from. Uh, This year I came from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, That very well may not be the case uh, next year, so we'll keep you posted on that. But um, I might come in on Monday next year. Tuesday's just always traveling for whatever reason. It just wears me out because the few days prior to leaving, I'm always doing so much work just to make sure I have everything ready with this podcast. You know, I have to have a podcast for you drop on Tuesday while I'm at the show, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and usually that next Monday. I need to have all that stuff like already for you, you know, for the listener, uh, before I go and it's stressful. And then I, you know, I usually don't sleep well the night before I leave. Um, and, and so Tuesday was a long day for me. I drove, it was about seven hour drive and I get there. There was, uh, I stayed with the hotel I stayed at. There were some issues registering. And by the time I got to the hotel, it was time to go to Mitchell Gordy's event at uh, Merle's whiskey kitchen. So I headed down there. I was just absolutely exhausted. And, and I, you know, I ate dinner, um, And uh, I went back and pretty much went to bed. So I think I got a shower and went to bed uh, because I knew Wednesday is just going to be a a, a jam-packed day followed by a jam-packed day on Thursday. So I may may head in on Monday next year. Um, We shall see. Uh, So, yeah, Tuesday was basically travel day in in Merle's Merle's Whiskey Kitchen with Mitchell Gordy and uh, our friends at Jobber over there. Wednesday, I have like a media badge. Uh, Because of the Green Street Podcast, so I was able to get to the show nice and early, and I was networking, um, walking around. I uh, set up all my podcast equipment at the Kubota booth, because later that day at 2 p.m., I was doing a podcast there. So I got that set up and uh, just kind of walked around the trade room show floor. I ran into a lot of friends. Um, That 9 to to noon hour, it's not open to general admission, but... If you're basically have a booth or you have, I don't know all the, I don't know all the badges, but I had my yellow badge for the green industry podcast and they let me in. So that was cool. Then at noon, uh, it was on and popping at the Toro booth. I, I really wanted to interview Rick Olson. He's the CEO. He was standing right next to me for about 15 minutes. And, uh, my, um, camera guy, Elijah was setting everything up and I didn't want to pressure him because I'm well aware of electronics and setting up. It's, it's a lot. So I was like, hey, we, you, you about ready, Elijah? And he's like, almost, almost, almost. And then then he's like, okay, I'm ready. And then as he's saying that, Rick Olson's walking out of the booth. I was like, oh, man. But uh, that would have been cool uh, to interview him. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's a, he, from what I hear from Ruben Schleyball, he's a fine individual. And uh, But anyway, we we had so, so much fun in the Toro booth. I met someone from Ireland, um, oh, so many different countries, uh, which was just mind blowing to me that people came internationally. Uh, I never met Mike Pletz in person, so it was cool to get to meet him in person. Um, and so many folks, I met a, a, a kid named Michael, uh, you know, left construction business, came into to lawn care. A uh, lot, a lot of folks, um, at the Toro booth, it was like a whirlwind. Cause the next thing I knew it was 2 PM. It was time to go to Kubota. So, uh, Mitchell Gordy and I headed over to the Kubota booth and, and banged out a podcast there. Um, be following us on social media because I, my boy Elijah filmed all this. So we'll have clips coming your way, you know, for the next several months of, um, little interviews I did. And then the actual long form podcast that we filmed, um, those will be on our YouTube channel, green industry podcast. So 
Kubota booth was fun. I talked with my friend Tom there. Uh, Mitchell Gordy, of course, hopped on the podcast. And uh, Jacob Mendoza uh, from Kubota uh, was sharing about the RTVs. So good time at the Kubota booth. After that, I headed over to Xmark, uh, which uh, Brian Fullerton was having his meet and greet there with Blake Albertson as I was kind of getting there. So that that was wrapping up. And then uh, Jay Jacobs and I, uh, we hung out there for about an hour and uh, always good uh, hanging out with our friends at Xmark. Um, Emily was there and uh, the team there, Lenny. And uh, it's just it's just fun getting to meet. You know, when I think about Kubota, it's beyond, you know, the orange mower or tractor. It's like, oh, Beth is there. And uh, Tom is there. And, you know, I met Jacob now and so many other cool people I got to have dinner with that night, um, which I'll share about with you in a moment because that was crazy. But, um, you know, and then, uh, you know, Toro, I, I have so many friends there with with um, Andrew and Alyssa and Greta and Trina. And, you know, the list goes on and on. Um, Jared uh, Neeson and so many folks. So over the years, you go to these shows and you get to actually meet the people behind the brand at Ferris, um, where I spent time with them on Friday. You know, it's CJ um, and then Colton. And I met uh, Chad, who's new to the team. So it's for me, it's about the relationships. And a lot of these folks I've known for years, and it's just good to see them year in and year out, um, you know, the people behind the brand. Um, and, and I encourage you, if you go to the Equip Expo, you know, start cultivating those relationships. And then you see the person next year, and it's it's awesome. So uh, good time at Xmark booth. Like I said, after that, I went out to dinner um, with my friends at Kubota. Um, I know my my um, my boys, uh, Mac and Steel, uh, they had their very first uh, bowling meetup there, Win at Life meetup on Wednesday night. I was unable to swing by there. I tried to. I just I, I had a pre-existing commitment to with Kubota to have dinner at six. I didn't get out of there till like eight thirty, and I was exhausted. So my hope was go to dinner with Kubota, swing by, you know, throw down some strikes at the at the bowling match or or uh, spares or or none of the above. But uh, I, I wasn't able to make it out to that. But from what I saw on social media, it looked like that was a huge success for their first year of that event. And um, anyway, I got to eat dinner with Kubota and I'm, I'm sitting down looking at the menu, Mr. Producer, and I'm looking at the price and it said 259 bucks, baby, for a steak. <laughs> it was a top 20 steakhouse in America. And uh, I mean, it was so fancy. Like they come out with like a presentation of what knife do you want? I'm like, what in the world? He's like, do you want this kind of knife or that kind of knife? And I don't even know the names of all these knives. I was like, I'll take one of those big ones. And like the steak was 259 bucks. Like, I didn't even know the name of it. I, I know, you know, New York Strip. Um, I know ribeye, which is my favorite. I know uh, the the filet mignon, um, which is good, too. Uh, it's just they're always so small, usually. So I, I'd rather get a ribeye because you usually get a bigger bigger chunk of meat. So mentally, even if the filet mignon's more delicious, I'd rather have, you know, ribeyes are good, but I'd rather have more, you know, substance, more mass of the steak. But uh, the name of this steak that was $259, I don't even know what it was. Like, I've never even, when I go to my uh, butcher shop to buy my steaks, it's like, do you want filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip? What do you want, Paul? I go there about once a week and, and, and get a steak or two. But uh, anyways, it was really cool. The The restaurant was called Lamu. It was very expensive. Obviously, Kubota picked up the tab on that. But uh, very thankful to get to hang out with them <clears throat> in the evening, uh, whining and dining me. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. So Absolutely delicious uh, food, great restaurant, great people there at Kubota. Went home, uh, and again, apologies to Mac and Steel and the Win at Life meetup. I, you know, I promoted it. I, I, w- I was intending to swing by, but by the time it was eight thirty, and I was, you know, dog tired. I'm like, I, I just got to go back and go to bed because I knew Thursday is going to be a long day. So, 
Went to bed, uh, woke up bright and early on Thursday morning for our morning show event. Um, uh, got to the um, Expo Center about 7 a.m. Uh, thank you to uh, Evan and Equip Expo. They bought 300 books, The Lawn Care Advantage, my new book, and uh, gave those out as a gift to the first 300 people that was at the event. Now, last year, I think they set up like 300 chairs, 350 chairs, and it was standing room only last year, you know, eight in the morning. This year they sent out, they put out another 150 chairs. So they had like 450 chairs. It was standing room only again. They they estimated, you know, up to 650 people were at the event, um, which is just wild because it's Thursday morning, bright and early. Uh, Naylor Taliaferro did a fantastic job as always. Um, I always say on the show, if you're going to do something, do it well. And Naylor Taliaferro and Evan Cox, you you put that combination together. They're they're on top of things. They're detail oriented. Um, they care about you, uh, the attendee of the event. That you have a good experience from from good coffee to good donuts to good aesthetics to good sound to good the whole all of the above. And and it's just an absolute honor. Uh, people come up to me afterwards like, man, this event was so good. I'm like, dude, you give the you're giving the thanks to the wrong individual here. Say thank you to Naylor. And to Evan Cox, um, th- those are the guys that get that show done year after year. So Keith Kalfas and Naylor opened that up at, at 8 a.m. for the LCR Media Podcast. Uh, Caleb Allman and Jeremiah Jennings did a good job there at 8.30. And then um, I thought Jay Jacobs, uh, Jeremy uh, Connect is his real name, but I, I call him Jay Jacobs because that's the name of his business. He he knocked it out of the park. I mean, he was talking about being being there for his daughter, who's, you know, 15 years old and and kind of getting uh, off track a little bit with her life decisions. And he talked about his kids and his wife and and really what it takes to be the father he needs to be, to be the husband he needs to be, and of course, to be the business owner he needs to be. And and it's not one or the other. It's how do you be successful as the, as the essential you know leader in your business? And he runs a million-dollar business up there in Illinois. How do you be successful as the husband to his wife? Um, I think her name's Kelsey, Chelsea, I'll have to double check on that. But, you know, he mentioned her in his, in his episode of, of being there for her and, you know, being the, reaching the full potential as the husband that he's, you know, he is. And, and then as a father and these young kids he has, and, you know, now, now getting into some teenage years for his oldest and, and how to be, be there for them to set them up for success. So I was just it's one of those interviews where it's just like get out of the way, for, you know, as the host and let let the guest uh, drive the thing home because he was he was doing such a good job. So that 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 was a really good episode. Um, you can go back in the archives and see it there um, on our show notes. I think it was episode ten ninety. Couldn't have been happier how how that I thought it was a masterpiece. It was it was it was an amazing event and the podcast turned out great. So uh, thanks to to Craig uh, and Jamie. Um, and our friends at uh, Kohler, they sponsored that event um, year after year. And, and it's a, it's just a, it's just a, a world-class event. So honored to be a part of that. Like I said, it was a full day on Thursday. That's why I went to bed early on Wednesday night. Went from there and, and got to meet some of you guys in between the the podcast there and, and heading over to the trade room show floor. So uh, super cool to meet folks from um, Poland and New Zealand and Slovenia, uh, Ireland, of course, Canada, all across America, it's, it's just, it's humbling. You know, when someone comes up to me and says, friend of the show, you guys don't understand how encouraging that is. Cause as the host of this podcast, I've had a lot of discouraging moments and, and a lot of, um, frustrating moments. And so 
part of what fuels me is, is, is phone calls where I call Mr. Producer or Naylor and just be like, uh, you know, just, they let me vent and, 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 and share my, uh, frustrations and then they help me. And, and, but being at these shows and listening to you say how much you appreciate the show, it really keeps things going. So thank you. And uh, it's an honor to, to meet so many of you. Uh, from there, I went to the John Deere booth, world-class company, those guys, um, Darius and Chase and, and so many of my friends over there, world-class, uh, had absolute blast interviewing them, Eric. And, 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 uh, I was able to interview Payjack, Naylor, Phil's Lawn Care, Jeremiah, SB Mowing. Um, I'm leaving out some people here. I, I, I don't know. I, I think I did like eight interviews from the John Deere booth. And I apologize if I, whoever I'm leaving, leaving out, I can't, can't think off the top of my head. It was a whirlwind there, but I was, um, at the booth for about four hours. Um, they, they gave me prime real estate, the John Deere booth. And in, in my opinion, is the best booth, uh, real estate. What, why is it just, you walk right into the, through the main gate and they're sitting right there off to the right humongous booth. Um, they had a nice little, uh, like TV set studio. I don't know the name of the, the little Island thing they have, but it was all legit and professional and, and good lighting, good aesthetics. Um, so we filmed all of that. So you're going to see a ton of clips on our Instagram at green history podcast, the, the full videos of the podcast interviews on the, uh, YouTube channel, green industry podcast. Um, so be, be, be paying attention or stay in tune for all of that content. If you want to watch the video form of that. And again, thanks to John Deere, uh, for the time and the space to provide you guys, uh, with the best content that we can, um, in-person interviews in general are my favorite, but at the Equip Expo, it's even better because everybody's, you know, in a good mood. There's a positive um, vibe, energy, buzz, environment, uh, culture. I don't even know the word you want to say, but just the excitement that that's in the air. Everyone, you know, traveled near and far to be there and, and, and is in a good mood for the most Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the 4th Annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets. The early bird ticket pricing is $197, and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to feed you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hain, the lawn care nut, Caleb and Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event, the reviews have been fantastic. So come hang out with us, Springville, Alabama. If you need a ticket and want to register, you need to do so before it sells out because I really think it's going to sell out this year. This is Friday and Saturday, February 23rd and 24th in Springville, Alabama. To get a ticket, go to LawnCareLife.com and click on the link for conference. Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee. It's time to take your business to the next level. Visit GreenIndustryPodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success you're out there in the field mowing lawns making money working hard but for every dollar you make you're worried worried that you spend too much worried that you won't make payroll or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake simply put you don't know your numbers you're not alone the landscaping bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers learn the language of business and build a solid financial foundation 
Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. And it's just great. Uh, so to get the podcast from a, a booth like John Deere's in, in that environment is a is a dream come true for me as a podcast host. Um, so thankful, honored, appreciative, grateful uh, to John Deere for making that happen. After that, um, I went over to the Jobber booth. I did a little speech on uh, reviews and and the power of um, you know just networking and, and getting good reviews and, and referrals and things of that nature. I got to meet the CEO for the first time, Sam. That was cool. Um, did some uh, little little interviews with him that you'll be seeing on social media. I uh, got to mingle with my friends at Jobber. Uh, they were my very first sponsor in 2019 when when the podcast was getting off the ground. So <clears throat> I always you know appreciate them not only for their CRM. I've I've made um, you know it, the CRM that I've used literally since the summer of 2019. I switched to their Grow Plan and and I've used it for um, both of my businesses for years. Um, I don't know how many years that is, four or five years. So um, really cool to get to just mingle with those guys. Um, from there, I went to the rally, uh, which was a huge success at the Yum Center. The facility was absolutely fantastic. It, it's a top floor um, of the arena. There is a, a view of the city where, you know, you can see skyscrapers out one window and then there's a view of Indiana, uh, which is beautiful because you you over you you know you have to see the Ohio River to see into Indiana, um, and that's just beautiful river. It's a huge river. It's not like you know a little creek in your backyard. Um, my buddy Jason Krill's got a little creek that runs through his backyard. It's not like that. It's it's huge. Um, the Ohio River, at least that that section of it that that drives through or uh, runs through downtown Louisville. So that was a, that was a good time at the rally. I got to see um, so many people at, at that. Uh, time and, and got to talk with my, my friend, um, from seeds landscaping over in South Carolina out on the balcony and, uh, his buddy who's six foot nine, I was like, dude, this, you look like an NBA player. And, uh, you know, and I got to talk, talk, talk to so many other people. Um, by that time I was absolutely exhausted. So I didn't even get to go to the third eye blind concert. I could hear him, you know, I could obviously hear the music coming from the, the arena, but, you know, by nine thirty, ten o'clock on Thursday night, I was absolutely exhausted. So I walked back to the hotel, uh, which is nice about staying in downtown Louisville. Um, you know, got a hot shower, went to bed, and then woke up and did it all over again on Friday. Um, went to the uh, the Walt booth, shot a little video for them um, of a, a cool uh, a mower they have that transitions from a stand on mower to a sit down. Um, in just a few seconds. And, uh, that was pretty cool. The ascent mower there, uh, it's, it's a cool crossover between standing up and sitting down. And then, um, I got to go to the Ferris booth and, uh, I met Chad for the first time, my buddy over there. Um, I knew him virtually, but you know, got to meet him in person and I've met, uh, uh, CJ and Colton in person many times. Um, you've probably heard them on the program before, seen them on social media, uh, but you know, doing big things with Ferris and, uh, appreciate their, uh, continued partnership. So, uh, that was my my last stint there. I, I hung out with my friends at Ferris for a little while, and then I headed to the parking lot, uh, good old North Gate, uh, Gate 4. That was a, a huge uh, upgrade on parking um, because I just walked across uh, from the North Wing across the Skywalk, and parking there was a lot better this year than parking in the South Wing Gate. Uh, so thanks to Chris Kaiser for the tip on that. 
And then uh, I actually drove up to Ohio after the show. So my parents, uh, they were at, they were actually out of town for the weekend. And uh, I went up there and got to visit a bunch of my cousins and relatives and neighbors. Um, but the reason I went up there was to pressure wash my parents' driveway before it got too cold. Um, so I got a new pressure washer and surface cleaner. I was all excited to to practice with it. And I, you know, when you're new at a service, whether you're doing a, a retaining wall or, or even if you're brand new at mowing or, you know, sod installation, it's good to practice on friends and family. So I obviously did the job for free, but I just told my parents like, Hey, I, I got a new service cleaner. I got a new pressure washer. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm new at all this. I've done probably, you know, I don't know, seven or eight jobs, maybe a little bit more than that. But I'm like, I really want to get it perfect before I, you know, start going out there and charging customers for the service. So they were kind, you know, to let me wash away their 20 years of dirt <laughs> for free. And uh, I think I did a pretty good job. Uh, one of my first jobs, uh, pressure washing, I, I left a bunch of stripes because I didn't, I didn't go over the area slow enough and I didn't go over it in two directions. So uh, my buddy, uh, Justin Rogers from Forever Self-Employed has been giving me some tips along with um, SB Moen and the Juggernaut. So I got, I got a bunch of like power washing, you know, giants that are friends of mine and, and it's, it's oddly satisfying. So I, uh, I cleaned up their driveway for them. Uh, they certainly appreciated that. And then I visited a friend um, over in Dayton, Ohio on Sunday and then, and then drove back. So I really didn't get back till really late on Sunday night. Um, so it was a long week. I think I slept uh, for like 10 hours. <laughs> like I, I woke up Monday morning, like what just happened to me? My, my, my uh, exhaustion level from the whole whirlwind of, of Equip Expo kind of caught up to me, but it's, it's so much fun. Um, thanks to everyone who came up to me and said, friend of the show, I, I really appreciate you who listen um, and all the new friends I made that maybe this is, you know, you're a new listener now. I met you at the show and you're, you know, checked out the podcast and you're like, oh, this is, this is actually helpful information. We appreciate you being here. Uh, we do a daily show Monday through Friday, uh, fresh new content for you. Um, of course, we're on YouTube where we have the video format of this um, at Green Industry Podcast over there on YouTube and on Instagram. It's the same. Our handle is at Green Industry Podcast. So uh, lots of fun. I would call it a, a successful show. Of course, our friends at Equip are calling it their their most successful show ever. Uh, 27,000 in attendance. That's huge. Again, they uh, switch things up for next year. They opened registration already. So if you had a good time this year, you want to run it back, uh, sign up. You can do that today. Uh, when you're at the registration website, there's a little um, area there where it says promotional code or coupon code. Just put in my name, P-A-U-L, and your price will go from $25 down to $12.50. Um, they have that early bird registration going on right now. And I'm not sure about the hotels, but you may want to reserve your hotel. Again, the cluster of hotels, the Hilton Garden Inn is right there, uh, literally touching the parking lot of the Equip Expo. That's where I would stay if my room wasn't kindly comped by our friends at Equip. They they hooked me up with a fancy, nice room downtown. So no complaints from me, but I honestly wouldn't choose to stay there um, if I was not being hooked up uh, by by the generous folks at Equip, I would stay at that. Probably any of those hotels you see that are like bordering the parking lot of the Equip Expo, for me, that would be the place I would go. But again, I'm in a very unique uh, spot as the host of this show. I get hooked up from Equip and I, I, I free 99, baby. I'm going to take that even if I have to drive six or seven miles to get to the trade show. Um, it usually only takes me like seven minutes or so with no traffic. Um, 
maybe 10 minutes. I don't, I don't actually count, but uh, if, if you hit the traffic, it could be 15, 20 minutes uh, or more. So um, that's why I say, if you just stay at that cluster of hotels right outside the Kentucky Exposition Center, but trust me, those things will be fully reserved quick. And then you're, you're limited in your options. It happens every single year. You're in the road to equip um, page on Facebook and people are complaining. Anyone got a place to stay? Where can I stay? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, you got to get your hotel months in advance. You can't, you can't go the week of the show and expect to get a decent hotel. And if you want a good hotel, I mean, downtown, you got the Omni, the Marriott, the Gull, um, you know, there's several downtown, then there's several clusters. I mentioned the Hilton Garden Inn. I just drove by it every morning. I'm like, hey, that'd be a nice place to stay. Um, so uh, get get on top of all that. And again, register registration is open. Code Paul will get you 50% off. And I hope if you're listening to all this and you got the fear of missing out, you're like, man, I'm going next year. Register today. Get everything set up. And uh, we hope you'll join us in Louisville, Kentucky next year. I believe the date's October 15th through 18th uh, for the 2024 show. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and I hope to catch you on the next episode. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.